From Luminary, this is Karamo, a podcast. Hey friends, welcome to Karamo. I am your host, Karamo. And on this episode, we are talking about something that we all want, which is both inner and external peace. That feeling that everything in your life is okay. But when there is conflict between the person you are in a relationship with and the people you call family or friends, peace is the first thing to go out that window and y'all know it's true which causes people to have to make a choice. So my question today is, is it wrong to choose your spouse over your family and friends? We all have different feelings on this topic. And today I'm going to be talking to someone by the name of Valeria who contacted me on social media, who is currently caught between the one she loves and her family. Also, I'll be talking to the beautiful and talented Kat Dennings, who you may know from her hit show, Two Broke Girls, or the new series on Hulu, Dollface. And she's going to be sharing her past experience of putting partners above everyone in her life and the lessons she learned from that. And we'll be hearing from some of you who called in to share your feelings on this topic, because everyone's feelings on my show are always welcome. So without further ado, let's start talking and growing, friends. Hey, friends! Since 2013... Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Well, thank you so much for being here, Valeria. I really appreciate you coming by. I was excited to meet you because I feel like I like how you approach situations. And I figured this was like a perfect opportunity for me to share how I feel and also get some advice. I just feel like I'm losing the relationship with my sister because I'm trying to rescue or save my marriage, which has had so many hardships already. Yeah. So I don't want to have to choose. It's like, you know, when kids go through divorce, you don't want them to choose size or whatever. Yeah, completely. That's a hard situation for anyone to be in. So a little context. Tell me about your relationship with your sister when y'all were growing up. What was it like? So I'm originally from Argentina. Yeah. And uh, my mom was a single mom because my dad left her family when I was five. So we were really, really close growing up together, obviously. And when my mom had to work. I'm the oldest sister, and I feel like I always had to take care of her. But then as we grew older, she was like my confidant, giving me advice, like pushing me to travel, like to to do things that will open up my horizons and not just because I got married when I was really young. How old were you when you got married? I was 20. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. You know, kind of like some chapters of my life went kind of out of order. Uh huh. So she's always like the person that I would go to if I would have trouble, even though I'm, you know, older. Yeah. And then when did you see that the relationship started to get distance between you and your sister? I've been married for about 12 years, 
and we've had two separations. And through the first separation, we actually, my sister and I grew closer together as far as because I was going through a rough time with my husband. And then this past year is when our relationship kind of like broke between me and my sister because I decided that I wanted to give it a chance with my husband again. Mm -hmm. And she just could not accept the fact that I was willing to give it another chance. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about you and your husband. How did you two meet? (laughs) We met at a movie theater, actually, (laughs) which is so funny. Yeah. Um, Through a friend, and I used to work at this restaurant, and we all went to see this movie. And I meet this guy. He was, like, drinking water at this water fountain. Uh And then I was like, oh, he looks like Brad Pitt. He looks so (laughs) weird. So I don't know. I just fell in love with him at that point. I mean, we've been through, like, so many things, but... Meeting him, it was awesome. And what are some of the fun things that you two love to do together? Well, right now we have we have two children, mm-hmm. um, so we spend a lot of time with our kids. I mean, I work and he helps me a lot with the kids. It's kind of sad to say, but we don't really have a lot of um, fun activities. This was a fun activity drive to D- meet here, him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's been some moments of growth that you two have had to experience in your relationship where you've had hard times. Why have you decided you want to work through it? Uh, because I feel like I, I really love him. And I want to give my kids a family that I didn't have growing up. And we both come with like from broken places. Like mm-hmm. he didn't have a dad when he was growing up, neither did I. So I feel like we have the mutual desire of having our original family together and making it work for our kids so that way one day they can look back and be like we made it like I, yeah. I just want to work it out with him because I want to succeed yeah yeah you know when we're in relationships none are perfect and they all have their ups and their downs and it sounds like you've had downs in your relationship but you're at a space where you have decided you want to work on it which you know, the key thing I was looking for is if you would have said, I'm only staying with him just because of kids, I might have given you some different advice. But if you're saying you love him and you believe he loves you and you both are taking the active steps to work it out, then no one can judge what you're going through. But it sounds like your sister has gotten to a place where she has spent many years being your confidant, right? Yes, and I, I feel like sometimes she only gets to she only got to hear like the bad things because when you are going through a difficult time, you want to vent to somebody and maybe she heard like the pretty bad stuff that had happened. But like, I don't know if I necessarily share like the good things that I've went through with my husband, you know. Mm-hmm. What does your husband say about the relationship breaking between you and your sister? Uh, he feels sad about it because he does know the, how important she is in my life. And he said he's willing to do what it would take for us to be able to mend my, you know, my relationship with my sister. Um, but he also thinks that maybe just time will heal. The Time will tell, you know, kind of mm-hmm. like what they say. Yeah. What do you think it would take for that relationship to mend? My sister's name is Rocio. So Rocio had, has already kind of made up her mind. So I just want to give her time and respect her boundaries. Mm-hmm. Because if she feels like... She cannot accept me at this time. Maybe with time, she'll come back to 
remembering me. I mean, she did. She sends me a message and she does say that she misses our friendship. Like it wasn't just like sister or like a sibling thing. It was like a true friendship. Yeah. If your husband is saying he's willing to do what it will take to mend the relationship, what is something that you would want him to do to help you to communicate with your sister? I would like him to apologize to her for hurting me and for him for them to have like a heart to heart conversation but I feel like she might be a little bit closed off to have that conversation mm -hmm. when someone's our confidant and they hear all the stuff that we go through we come to them we tell them the bad stuff which I do the same thing with my sister and my best friend <laughs> and for me I had to come to a place where I had to set clear boundaries about how I'm going to communicate what's happening in my relationship. Because what happens is that we move on yeah. and we grow, but they're left with all the negativity and baggage that we've shared with them. If your husband is giving you the option to say, I want to work this out, you have to find the courage and the language to say, this is what I need so that you can try it. It's never fair to have to choose between your spouse and your sibling because the person that's being the most affected is you. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. I just wish I would have like a magic wand and make everybody get along and yeah. move on because I'm able to forgive and move on because I just want to have a happy life. I want to yeah. have a good life and I would like them to get along with each other and for her to accept what's happening in my life, which are positive things, in my opinion. Yeah. If you weren't able to reconcile your relationship with your sister, what would that mean for your future? I feel like I would always have something missing. It's like she's a really big part of my heart. Mm -hmm. I really want to have her in my life forever. Like yeah. I've, I would like to say, I would, I would like to think everybody would want that type of relationship with their family, but I know sometimes it's not... A, it's not an option. Mm -hmm. How is her relationship with your children, with her nieces and nephews? Oh, she she loves them. Yeah. She's, I mean, right now she lives in Chicago, so I feel like the distance is also putting, like, more of a wedge between us. Yeah. Because if we were able to see each other face-to-face, -face, it would be maybe, like, a different story. Yeah. And so for you, I think the first step is really taking your husband up on his offer to try to mend relationships. If you feel like an apology to her could work, ask him if he'll do that. What are other family members saying? My other family is really my mom. Yeah. She's the mom of both of us, of course. So mm -hmm. she doesn't want for this situation to affect her relationship with my sister mm -hmm. and her or vice versa. So how does she interact with your husband? Oh, she's okay. I mean, they've had conversations and... I mean, she was able to forgive him. So it seems as if your mother has had her situation and she was able to forgive. So now, if you know in your mind an apology could be the first step, I would encourage you to go after that because I can see the physical pain that it's causing you. It's causing you a lot of pain. I think the first step is having your husband apologize via text, even if she won't talk. Allow that to be maybe the first steps. And then for you, this is a big one you're going to have to find new boundaries of what you share with yeah. all your family members. 
if we had more time together, I would say, girl, I'm your confidant. You come <laughs> tell me because, again, I don't know your sister and I don't know your husband. So you can tell me and I can give you unbiased advice. And I think that's very important, especially for you dealing with your husband and the traumatic things you've went through and also dealing with your sister and healing your relationship. Start off with that apology. Let that be the first step. And then you start figuring out what I'm going to say to each person so that I'm not oversharing, mm -hmm. but I'm also being true to myself. But then thirdly, finding that third person who can be a confidant that you can share this with who's going to be unbiased because that's going to be what's going to help you to truly fly in clarity in your life. How does that advice sound? That advice sounds really awesome. <laughs> it's really good. Thank good. you. Good. So thank you so much for sharing with us today. Thank you so much. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. If I had a spouse, I can't imagine choosing anyone over my little sister. I remember when she was born, it was the most exciting time. For, I was five, so I was old enough to know. And ever since then, I've looked up to her just as much as she looks up to me, and I just can't imagine choosing anyone over her. I believe I would choose my spouse over my siblings depending on the situation. Just because my brother is my blood doesn't mean he automatically gets my loyalty. So friends, I am very excited to be speaking with our next guest. This is a woman who I am a super fan of and recently had the opportunity to share a stage with briefly. The entire time my son was saying, don't embarrass me, don't freak out, don't be weird, because it is the amazing Kat Dennings. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh my God, I can't, first of all, how dare you say such lovely things about me? And second, I didn't know your son was doing that. He he seemed so cool. He was trying to stay cool so that I could stay cool because I was freaking out. <laughs> because we both know we've been around a lot of these Hollywood folks. And sometimes talking after like four minutes, I'm like, oh, you can't even like be real with yourself. 
Like, you know what I mean? No, like you're you're not even a person. Um, you're an avatar of yourself. Exactly. It just bothers my soul. And so to meet you and to hear you, it was so refreshing. How did you find the courage to sort of be that transparent? Because I'm sure that people have told you not to be, especially in Hollywood or just as a woman. I just wanted to say real quick that I, I just want to put that back on you and just thank you for being such a wonderful force um, for good just by being yourself. So thank you for, for being you. Thank you. But, you know, yeah, I, I kind of am somewhat of a crotchety old man inside. Um, <laughs> I have a very, very close relationship with my family. Um, and I have an older brother. And I know you have sons, so I'm sure you you know this, but your older brothers kind of keep you in line. Yeah. And my older brother, Jeff, has really, like, always looked out for me growing up, um, especially having a little sister, you know, protective and, and whatnot. But I started acting young. Uh, it was my choice. My parents were horrified. And, you know, there is a tendency for people to completely become absorbed in their own image, their own, as we were just saying, like, the the projected version of you that you kind of have to make up mm -hmm. to, to almost you have to so you don't lose your mind yes when you have some degree of success and you have to then appear publicly as yourself there's a weird a weird like mm -hmm. <laughs> this is a term i've seen i don't think i'm using it right but there's like this weird shadowy self that could come mm. from that yes and I remember maybe just because I'm from like a rural Pennsylvania and I grew up like in a, in the woods and like just I felt so deeply upset by that feeling. I've gotten better at it, but only because I feel the only way through that weird feeling and that kind of no turning back place is to be transparent, to be really yourself, to not censor yourself, but also to try to be cognizant of other people and not to get so bogged down in your own sphere that you forget how other people feel. Well, that sounds like a lot of that has come from the fact that you had a supportive brother, but also family. I read that you graduated from high school at 14 and then your family was blessed enough to be able to support you and move you to L.A. so that you can pursue your dreams. Is that true? Yeah, I'm extremely lucky in that my Family pretty much used the money they were setting aside for me to go to college. Hilarious. Um, that did not happen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they decided to let me pursue what I wanted to pursue, which was at, at, now as I'm an older person, I can't believe that they like w were willing to do that. But I was the fifth kid, so they were probably like, eh, fine, just let this one go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like you get so fatigued that you're like, okay, fine. You know, oh, sure. You want to move to L.A.? We're doing it. Kids really don't know anything. <laughs> so to me, I was like, of course you're letting me do this because I like this is what I want. You know, my, my brain wasn't developed. I was like, me, me, me. What I want, it's going to happen. Thank God I'm so fortunate knowing what I know uh, that it actually worked out. Um, the odds of that are insane for better, or for worse. As a kid, I was so insanely confident 
I, there was no option that this wouldn't work out in my mind. And anytime I experienced rejection, which we could talk about all day, I was just like, God, these people don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know where that came from, but, uh, it, it did. It worked out somehow. Yeah, I'm very lucky. That blind faith in yourself is an important quality to have in being successful in life. Oh, uh, yeah. Because you're going to be told that you're not good enough, that you can't do this often. Oh, my God. Yeah. All the time. How often did you have to deal with rejection coming up, and how did you deal with it? The things that were told to me as a young woman were just, oh, I almost can't repeat them. Like, in this, um, in this place that we are now it seems so insanely cruel and racist and sexist and off like i mean i was like people would say oh she's too jewish she's too jewish looking i was like what when people are content with themselves they don't walk around looking at somebody or saying let me pick them apart no you pick apart people because you're picking apart yourself and that's what's really happening oh now we're getting to it you better (laughs) preach on it sister Well, true. I mean, it, it was really true. I, I've I've seen. I mean, when people have said that stuff to me, I'm just like, "What's wrong with you?" Yeah. Okay. At the time, like, let's say I was 11. I'm like, "What are you doing?" I'm 11. Uh huh. How? What are you doing? How could you say something about my like teeth or my Jewishness? I'm 11. Yeah. That's a sick person. I'm sorry. Do you think that there's a lack of systems in place to protect children in Hollywood? And I just, you know, don't mean about sexual abuse because we talk about sexual abuse a lot, which needs to be more, actually. But I think we don't talk enough about the emotional abuse that kids suffer in the entertainment industry. And you're you're somebody who is young, you know, when you started. So do you think there's not enough systems to protect them? God, 100 percent. I absolutely do. The worst Part of that is, is that I don't know where that begins because it's not a healthy environment. I've seen it handled well, but I've seen it handled not well. Yeah. And you can't help but think like, you know, when kids are a certain age, it's like, as an adult, we think back and we're like, God, I, I like, you remember these dumb moments growing up that stay with you forever. Mm-hmm. I've had terrible things happen and almost happened to me in my life and I still find myself thinking about like the time when I was 12 that this person said I was ugly like why am I you know like when when things happen to you as a young kid those things really can stay with you and become huge issues I read when you were younger and in a relationship you used to choose the person you were with and sort of would drop everyone else off the face of the world in terms of me, yeah, I would fall in love and just like be completely consumed with that person. Be, I almost like with my first boyfriend, like I almost became him. Like, yes. it wasn't on purpose. It was just that I was see, we saw each other all day, every day. And it was my first love, my first everything. And I, I loved him so much that I wanted to like live in him. I wanted to like, What's that thing where, like, there are people inside the robot's head? Like, I wanted to be, like, <laughs> inside his, like, I wanted to wear him like a skin suit. That sounds <laughs> terrible. But, you know, when you just, you just love someone so much, you just, like, can't get enough of that person. You just, like, that was my first love experience. I mean, it was so intense. Um, and, and not 
again, looking back wouldn't change anything, but that's not sustainable and probably not healthy. But when you're in that mindset, you just can't see clearly. And I, I just would instinctively like choose my boyfriend over anything else going on. It wasn't even a question. That's just what I did. Yeah. And it didn't work out. I mean, it didn't work. <laughs> when you have this emotional attachment to somebody, it's very easy to throw yourself fully into that other person, which makes you then say, you know what? I'm going to stop having the conversations to continue to grow with family or friends so that we're all together. How do you grapple with that and deal with that now that you're in your 30s? Well, it's it's not an easy thing. And also, like, everyone's family dynamics are so different and so complicated. I mean, those are your lifelong relationships. And they can be great and they can be bad. As I think I've looked back on my bad behavior or things I wish I did differently or whatever, I don't know. I was just afraid to say, not to say no, but I was afraid to really say what I wanted mm. in all sorts of ways. I was afraid to go against people. Um, and that kind of went on both sides. Like I've been that way with my family and I've been that way with, with all sorts of things in work too. You know, like I'm afraid to say no, that's like a human thing that can happen, but you have to kind of realize that that relationship is going to be fine. If it's a good relationship, if you say to that person, I love you and I really want to do this, but I like, I kind of have to be there for my family. I like this. If that person doesn't understand, that's not great. That's not a good relationship. Yeah. And we sometimes, or I definitely didn't want to, didn't want to know. I think I, I have purposely turned a blind eye to things like that. Like I didn't want to find out. Mm. I just wanted to be where I was. I just wanted to be in love and be the way that I was. And I wanted everything to be great. But you didn't want to confront that there's a possibility that this could be unhealthy or that this could be causing conflict in your life. You can know instinctively the answer and not want to go there. You can love this person and know that if you ask them this or said this or did this, that it, it wouldn't go well. Yeah. And that you would have an undeniable answer that you'd have to confront. Mm. I've been there where I've been like, I know what's going to happen if I do this and I don't want to deal with it. I just want things to be the way they are. I, I really believe that as people, we have an instinct and it's very powerful. And we know unconsciously when something's bad and when something's good. I mean, we have this basic thing. So do animals, you know, like we can sense danger, we can sense things. And we, I think are not always in touch with that because of society and because like, you know, you're in a work environment, whatever you can't, you feel like you can't speak up or whatever, but we, we feel it in our bodies. And I think it's important to kind of pay attention to that without fear of repercussions, because I think propriety has been somewhat dangerous. And I think we shouldn't be afraid of blowback when we're following our instincts. Mm, amen. Don't be afraid of blowback when you're following your instincts. Nope. That's a lesson. Nope, you got to do it. That's a life it. lesson that people have to practice. You got to do it. Boom. Mic drop. <laughs> Knowledge dropped. <laughs> you know, we're all in moments of growth and constantly, consistently trying to figure things out. But I think sometimes we get so caught up in talking about things that we don't know that we forget to acknowledge the things that we have learned. Like, you know what? I've come a long way. I've grown. And I have knowledge to share. And I'm always in a space of like, let's talk about that. You know, like, because, yes, we can focus on the things that we all continue to need to grow from. 
But when you've made growth and you've had strides in your life, I think it's important to like acknowledge that you've done exactly that. So thank you for sharing your growth and it's going to inspire so many people and also congratulations on Dollface. And then you have Friendsgiving coming out and One Division coming out, right? Oh God, that's right. <sighs> yeah, that's a lot. Listen, thank you seriously. I really appreciate this. This is good. You have a good time? The best. Are you kidding? This is quite literally the best time I've had in months. <laughs> <laughs> All right, love. Well, I'll talk to you very soon. Thank you again. Thank you so much for having me. When it comes to spouses and siblings or any kind of relationship, if you know your significant other doesn't get along with your family, and it's an unfortunate thing, but family is very, very important to me, and if my significant other didn't get along with my family, that would be a problem. I don't want to say it's a deal breaker, but it's something that if we couldn't sit down and work those issues out and make everybody like each other to the point where you're not having to take sides, then I don't know if that's a relationship I'd be able to continue with. You know, when it comes down to it, and, and I, I have been in that situation before, I pick family. I think that it all depends on the situation. And I think that if it's more severe, then you might have to, like, decide who you spend more time with. And that'll basically give you your answer, depending if you're closer to your family or you're closer to your spouse. I want to thank Valeria for sharing her story. I want to thank everyone who called in and shared their feelings. And lastly, a big thank you to Kat Dennings for coming on the show and being so open and honest about her past and how she's grown from it. Listen, friends, what I know for sure is that we all can find inner and outer peace, but it does take practice and work. I don't believe that it's healthy to constantly cut people out of your life because you become consumed with the relationship. Now, if you are in a pattern of cutting ties with those you love, I suggest you do the following. First, ask yourself, why am I always cutting others off? Don't be afraid to speak your honest feelings so that you can really self-reflect. You have to ask yourself, are you stepping away from these other people because you're scared to face something about yourself? Or are you stepping away from these people because they're truly unhealthy to have in your life? You gotta self-reflect and ask yourself the hard questions. Friends, as always, thank you for listening and growing with me. Make sure to hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at Karamo and let me know your feelings about today's episode. Till next time, take care of yourself and each other. Karamo, a podcast, is an entertainment show. For advice or support on any emotional or mental challenges, please contact a licensed professional in your town. This show was produced by Karamo, Nick Pinella of Workhouse Media, and assisted by Ellie Charles. All music composed by Ernie Wooden and the Big Woozy Band. And all episodes are edited by Nathan Moody. Thank you for listening and growing with us. Hey, friends! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.